Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. Good morning, Mitch. Hey, Terry. Good morning. How are you? Uh, fine and dandy. Thank you. It's uh, 7 08, and uh, I've uh, got to open this morning by extending my sympathies to you on the loss of your friend. That's where we're going to start this morning, unfortunately. Yeah, not exactly tight, close friend, but an acquaintance and someone that I connected to you know, a couple times a year. Tony Shea uh, was the founder and CEO of Zappos. And I met him about a decade ago. Um, we both, he had an amazing book that came out about that time called Delivering Happiness. And it's still considered the seminal book in customer service. I mean, the stories of what Zappos would do to make a customer happy and selling shoes online is they're, they're the stuff of legend. And Tony and I happened to be on the same book publisher with the same editor. And my editor was like, we got to get some big names to blurb your book. And he mentioned Tony and I just sort of eye rolled and thought this guy is not going to blurb my book. And we reached out to him and he was super kind. And it turns out that I'd, I'd run into him a couple times at the TED conference that I go to every year. And that sort of continued from there. And then you know, a couple of times on the speaking circuit. And I mean, he's just an amazing human being. He, at, at a very young age, sold a business to Microsoft called Link Exchange for almost $300 million, which wow. is a crazy story. And then he got this opportunity to invest in Zappos. So I think it was around 1999. And he became their CEO. He was the CEO of Zappos for 21 years. Uh, which ended only in August of this year officially. I mean, I think he was kind of one foot out the door. Active investor, active advisor. Uh, for those who don't know, in 2009, Amazon acquired Zappos for about $1.2 billion. So this is a human being who had two massive exits. And very tragically, last week, he passed away at the age of 46. Uh, there were, uh, the, the details are sort of unknown. It seems like yeah. there was a house fire, and he died several days later from smoke inhalation, what injuries, whatever it might have been, but just shocking news to, to see in the world. And now that I've said it, Zappos CEO, many people are probably seeing the news and seeing uh, the story, but he, a quiet guy, a humble human being, always had time for anybody. I mean, just the fact that he'd give me a shot and, and read the book and write a blurb says it all about his character to me. Um, and yeah, he's done. He's just an incredible human being. He actually even helped turn around Las Vegas, the Fremont experience downtown. He built out a whole complex for people to live and work in terms of tech and had really invested hundreds of millions of dollars to, to make that part of the city livable and likable. Um, and just a complete blow, like completely shocking to, to hear and read 46 years old. For uh, people, you know, who don't know the world of authors and publishers, explain what it means when, you know, your publisher says to you, somebody, we got to get people to blurb the book. Like, what what happens? Do they call him and, and then he comes out and speaks publicly about it? Is that what you're talking about? So if you've ever seen a book, you'll, on the back you'll see quotes from usually famous people talking gotcha. about how great that book is. That's the blurb. and Right. They're usually fine to get. I mean, I was very fortunate to know some really interesting people who gave great blurbs, but I didn't know Tony. And so an introduction was made by email. I wrote him a note telling him who I am, what I'm about. And he basically said, let me give this a shot, take a read and see what I think. And he was just, again, really gracious. And then when I met him, which I'd met him a year or two before, when I met him that following time, he was, he was super familial. You know, he was just like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. yeah. And we started talking about books and everything. So... 
I, I have people question whether or not blurbs work. I really do check out the back of books to see what others have thought of it. Yeah, so, as but, do I. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you, for a business book, you really need sometimes some big names to go, this is a great book. And right. uh, Tony was very kind. Strikes me as the kind of guy that you bumped into, and if you didn't know him, you'd, you wouldn't know he had a billion dollars in the bank. You'd walk by him and have no yeah. clue. He lived yeah. in an airstream uh, right in that area of, of Las Vegas amongst yeah. other people who probably were employees of his. But if you really want to see how special he was and what he did to build this billion-dollar company, redelivering happiness or just Google Zappos customer service stories. And the stories that you hear are great. A lonely person talking to one of their customer service reps for like eight hours um, so somebody had sent back shoes because they had found them in their mother's home that had never been opened after the mother passed away. And they basically took the shoes and also refunded the money plus something like just wow. yeah. send these, and they sent flowers, like wow. just an over the top customer service. Right. Um, and he really, he changed, he changed not only e-commerce, but how people think about how we deal with our customers. Speaking of e-commerce, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Amazon that, uh, uh, has become, I mean, you know, in terms of the pandemic, uh, this is really quite a story. Not a, I don't think a surprising story, but quite a story, isn't it, Mitch? I actually found it really surprising. That Did you? A lot to surprise me. Okay. Yeah. I, so I'm reading the New York Times this weekend, and I come across this article titled, Pushed by Pandemic, mm-hmm. Amazon Goes on a Hiring Spree Without Equal." And I thought, well, holiday season's coming up. They've got a lot more packages. People are leaving. The company added 427,300 employees in the past 10 months, from January to about October of this year. I mean, that's – how do you onboard half a million people in different parts of the country world to do different jobs? Mind-blowing. So basically doubling – and they're at a workforce now of 1.2 million people work for Amazon now. It's just, I don't know, I find that completely staggering to me. Well, when I read the same article and, and I thought, you know, right from the get-go, I think even before we went into lockdown, uh, people were, were turning to online for almost everything. And it obviously has affected their business uh, wildly. I, you know, I think there are people who you know, used Amazon once in a while who are using it all the time now. And uh, uh, most of these uh, e- e-commerce uh, places have uh, have just, I mean, it's a terrible thing to say, but the pandemic has been a bonanza for them. It's been a bonanza for them, and you're seeing the effects of it. But what was interesting about this article is that it didn't account for employee churn, it didn't include the 100,000 temp workers that they recruit for the holiday season. And they also didn't even include, and we don't know the exact numbers, but they're estimating about half a million delivery drivers. This is just really employees. Right. But you're right. Our, look, our habits had to change because of this. And this is why they're calling it this K recovery, right? Those who yeah. have sort of benefited from it will benefit faster. And those who are unfortunately in trouble will, 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 will fall a lot quicker. Uh, now, that being said, it's, it's still surprising to see. You have to remember that prior to the pandemic, e-commerce accounted for about 15% of all commerce. Now, during the pandemic, it shot up to 40s and 50%. It's going to trail back, but we're seeing trends. And the bigger thing that I do agree with you, Terry, is that, you know, you know the story. After 30 days, a habit is formed. 
Yep. And so here we sit months later doing certain things that way. It's hard to imagine us completely changing. But the truth is, so you know, shopping is a social experience. People want to get out to the mall. They want to get out to the store. They want yeah. to do things. Yeah. So yeah, and see. and and I I hope that I hope they do that. I mean, they you know uh, going, you know going into a mall these days is not a lot of fun uh, because of everything that the pandemic has has brought with it. Um, but I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, a lot of people say we're never going out again and, and, you know, people aren't going to mingle again. I, I don't buy into that. Uh, you know, I don't think Amazon's going ever, anywhere, but, uh, I know, you know, I, my wife said to me, uh, on Saturday when we, uh, we were out and about, Jeff, Jeff said to me, I'm looking forward to being in a crowd and having somebody push me again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, the things, the yeah. things we used to complain about. I, I, I think people are going back to that. I really do. Um, I, I and, do too. And I, I said this in the early days of my writing, which is going back to the early 2000s, that everything is with, not instead of. I don't think yes. one's going to replace yeah. the other. Yeah. And what we are seeing is that the minute we do open up, there is this pent-up demand. People have a hunger for wanting to go back and trying. You know, it's just human nature. Yeah. Let, let's quickly talk about the figures, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. These, these, are, these are astonishing figures uh, that you've sent me here, Mitch. Yeah, the Black Friday numbers that came out were actually from our good friends at Shopify, which we should all be proud of, a massive Canadian company that's become a, a massive global company that basically empowers individuals or smaller companies and some mid-sized and larger companies to, to build an e-commerce platform. So they're able to see anybody who's built a site on Shopify, like, sorry, I should correct myself, anybody who uses Shopify as their e-commerce engine for their site, um, they're able to see an aggregate of all of those purchases. And on Black Friday, they came out with their data that said that 2.5 billion in sales happened on people who power their sites by Shopify. And that's a 75% growth from last year. Now, that, wow. that's not just because people are spending more. That could be because Shopify has more customers using their platform. But most interesting to me was the mobile usage versus buying on your desktop or your laptop, which was 67% mobile compared to 33% made on a desktop. So that also shows our changing behavior of sitting on the couch with our phone and doing all our online shopping versus going to the website, which is also a message if you're listening to this and you have an e-commerce store to think about how friendly you are for mobile because the opportunity is there. And the average basket, the average sale was it was over $90. So that speaks to what we were saying just before in a world where you think, oh, are people going to buy things? Is it a recession? Where are we at? It seems like there's this pent-up demand and people were super excited to buy things on Black Friday. And today is Cyber Monday, so if you're looking for sales, now is the time as well. What's your app of the week? Well, I love this. I, I read a ton, as I know you do, Terry. Um, there's a, it's a newsletter. You sign up to it. It's called BookBub, B-O-O-K-B-U-B. I've been signed up to this forever. In fact, so long that I forgot how great it was and that I should mention it here on Shom. And essentially, it's just a newsletter that comes in your email once a day with unbeatable ebook deals. And I mean books for $0.99, cents, $1.99, and not trashy, junky ones. There is that in there, <laughs> right. but often amazing books from, from everything, fiction, nonfiction, business, non everything's in there. Something for every taste. Yeah, and it's free, so there's yeah. no sort of harm to develop. If you don't like it, just delete it. Okay, fantastic. All right, Mitch, thanks. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next Monday. We're going to do shopping guides next week, so stick around if you're looking for something to buy. Okay, looking forward to it. Thanks, Mitch. Okay.